Hey everybody! This is Sketchcraft Morning Podcast. It means it's morning time. Time to talk. Time to wake up. Time to drink coffee. Time to make fun of Brandon. It's all starting here and now. Hey, Brandon! Hello, everybody. Hey, he actually he actually turned his mic on. I did. It's you know you just. Got to get in the groove of the day. Sometimes I I think I'm going to go, hey, Brandon, and I'll just hear the sound of you running out the door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, it's your house. You don't have to run away. Like, <laughs> uh, speaking of your house, we were, we've been busy this month. So um, the first of the month, I took a trip all the way down to Brandon's place. Indeed you did. What an adventure that was. So uh, we've been playing this trip for a while. I told everyone, don't you be expecting any podcasts. And uh, <laughs> right. and the bots were silent because they only, you know, they don't, they don't, <laughs> no one actually listens to this. But uh, for those that, that, you know, I swear they do, you were silent. Shame on you. Um, but yeah, so it was a fun trip. Uh, this is this was not. I was I was nervous the last two times I got on airplanes. I had panic attacks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, it's only a two-hour trip. Can't, what could possibly happen? You know, it couldn't possibly. So this time I was prepared. Um, I did nothing but eat blueberries and drink water. No caffeine. No caffeine whatsoever. And a pretty easy trip. No real, I mean, this is a straight flight from Boise to Phoenix. Got on my uh, my rental and uh, got on the traffic. And then I had a real panic attack. You're... Phoenix traffic's no fun, Brandon. Like, I don't <laughs> know. It's, it's like stepping right into Fury Road. You ever see that movie? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, I know it's not, you know, the small town vibe you live in now where everything's calm and happy, but... I'm really, yeah. I'm from San Diego now. Like, San Diego, right. like, they got dumb drivers, but there's a level of aggression. See, in San Diego, they don't drive around with their shotguns strapped to the back of their motorcycles. Like, people, <laughs> like, in, a, in Boise, it's open carry, but people still don't drive around with weapons strapped to their vehicles, like in Phoenix. Like, it really, you guys are just one, one dirty bomb away from Mad Max. Like, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> we are, or one bad day away from Mad Max. It's, we're already, the, we're already the desert you know stayed anyway so i mean or you know so i i i at all costs avoid going downtown so like when you said you were going to rent a car and come to me i was like perfect i don't even want to go anywhere near the downtown hub area i'm like that's why i live further away much further away i can't i can't live down there but close to that chaos so but you did. You made the trip down here. Why don't you tell everyone what it's like to prepare for the arrival of Sketchcraft? Because <laughs> you um, were texting me like, I was like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "Oh, we're trying to get ready," you know. So she just it's what? it's it's like I I did a lot of cleaning, mm-hmm. a lot of organizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew I was going to be judged on every level of my all being. Um, it's very nerve wracking. Because as much as Rob sounds like he talks a lot on the podcast, when Rob's in person, he's a very quiet person to himself. 
almost scary like um he'll just sit there and observe make facial expressions you know he doesn't always engage so it's a little nerve-wracking to have someone just sitting there not saying anything you know but it wasn't bad it was a it was a fun trip you know i think for you i hope um i think that was the first time i've seen you in what two years something like that two years yeah like give or person. take yeah yeah, yeah 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 since we did uh the last time was the vegas show the last one we did that might be the the last time i actually saw you in person or i might have came down before that but uh, yeah no i came down to phoenix two years ago for what what did i do oh, oh no, yeah, I, went to, I went to go see my half brother so i stayed at your place and we did something else, didn't we? When I was down there? You had an event at for Kickstarter for Jesse's store oh, or something like that. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was something I did for Tom and he had some event that I showed up to. I think it was like Lights Camera Jungle. I think it was for that. Sounds about right. Then I was like, I'll go see my uh my half brother. And then he's like uh he lives out in Lake Havasu, so that's three hours one way, three hours back. That's a six-hour round trip, so that mm-hmm. was fun. I had a, I still, I made that trip again too. That actually was fun. Just the, surprisingly, like the trip out there, a trip from Phoenix. Once you get out of Phoenix proper, it's like one road, all the way to Havasu. You know, like <laughs> kind of, it's one road to right, and another road and right, and then you're there. So it's just, it's pretty, pretty uneventful. I spent right. a whole time just working on Game Cave story stuff, you know. Just in my head, working all that stuff out. So, Brandon, want to tell everyone why I came down this time? Uh, we are working on a board game, a turn-based tile-setting board game. For and about a couple years now, I've had you on this. Oh, about a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was always like, I never want to tell anyone because they're gonna be like, "Oh, you're working on a game." And you're not actually working on any any of this Kickstarter stuff. Well, now that I'm paying out that Kickstarter, I can be like, look, working on this game. Right. I ain't been doing shit. You know what I mean? Like All I've been doing is like telling you what not to do when you're like, we came up with this. So yeah. I have had these ideas for, there's different um, storylines and stuff in Game Cave that I don't know if I'm going to have a chance to do. So I had to pick the stuff that I'm going to work on. So Game Cave is kind of planned around six parts um each one sort of self-contained and there was all this extra stuff that i'm like well i'm not i don't know if i'm ever going to get to that so um but i thought they were fun ideas so they exist in the game cave like i don't want to say universe because everyone fucking has a universe now they're like here's my <laughs> game cave universe, but i don't have another so you know what i mean like the verse whatever so it's in the same little universe um but i thought it'd be fun to get those stories out in different venues and a board game um, is one of them. So I was like, Brandon, you you play board games, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do now. So it took like a year of you playing every. I didn't make you play every board game manual, but I did like send you down to like game shops and start playing games with people and hanging out. I had to do a lot of people people interaction. I don't, I, 
not, the words aren't coming to me this morning, but people, 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 I just had to be around a lot of people talking and getting a lot of input and seeing what they like and a lot of smells and a lot of people in a lot of places. <laughs> yeah. so, it's, it was, it was fun. Um, you know, it was, it was definitely just a whole new different thing for me, but I enjoyed it cause I'm being creative and whether I'm making art or doing anything, as long as I'm being creative, it's fun for me. So it wasn't, wasn't like, I was like, Oh, I gotta get this done. It was just a matter of like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but you get, you guided me in the right directions. You are directed pretty well. Um, I, I haven't done any art direction really. So that's the reason well, I, I mean, came down. I mean, I mean like, uh, advice or whatever you want to call it to tell us like hey give this a try go to the game shops you need to you need to like test it with people you need to talk to people you got to like get involved in the gaming community well i spent the better part of a a couple years with my buddy working on a card game with him Uh um sort of set around one of the ideas for game cave and uh he he got a really rare disease it's called wagner's disease or wagner's disease it's it's crazy it's this autoimmune disease um it's really sad dude he's he's my art buddy we've been really close he was my best he was a guy that he's he was a guy i was friends with when i met you right so i'm still Mm -hmm. friends with him but he's he he's very he can only interact with people so often now so um working on a game is just he's not something he can do anymore like he's not physically able to do that sort of stuff um so um, that put me kind of back at square one, but I knew, and I didn't want to just take the idea he and I had done, you know, and be like, well, I'll go make the game without you, you know? So right. I was like, okay, well, I got these other ideas. So um, I do, I did know the process and he's super into gaming. My buddy, Joe, he's been on the podcast before, um, but he, uh, all he does is play magic. So he walked me through the whole process for a couple of years of just going to game shops and, taking a prototype and asking random people to play and how to play test and switching up different um, play styles and just switching different rule sets out. So I've been doing that with you uh, remotely, right? Correct. Yeah. And then you and your wife, uh, Jess, have been slowly just building out the game. So I came down to play the final version of the game that you've made um, with a group of friends. And it'd be the first time I got to play it really. And then for me to have my have the final input, you know, and then figure mm-hmm. out how I'm going to do the art. So the good news is the game as is works works really fun. Super super easy. Not a not a hard game to get into. You know, we had kids there; they can play it. Everyone got to play it. It's got the twelve year old. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're calling the game Dungeon Heist. Um, and so it uh it, it was really fun. Uh, I am. There's one of those things where it's like, like the feedback is always like, oh, you could do this, this, and that. And that's always a good thing to have because if people are like, oh, you could do this, this, and that with something that you made, that means they're interested. Yeah. If, uh, if they're like, oh, it's cool. And then they go and like, you know, eat pizza and walk out, then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, there you go. That's all good. So we got that. 
But um, the one thing I do want to try is I do want to try an alternate mode, which just has a little bit more complexity, just to see what that's like. Because I don't ever want to make a sequel. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to be like, now we make Dungeon Heist 2. Like, no, no, that's it, man. Like, you know, so I thought it'd be good to use the version you have as like the base game, and then we can have a more complex version that. Right now, I mean, that base game can eat up 40 minutes, depending on how you play it. Like, it's, it can be 15 minutes, it can be 40. Like it right. Really is... Some of the, one of the matches lasted, you know, a good 30, 40 minutes. Another one was done in, like, 10 minutes, you know? So that was the fun part. Yeah, so that, that's awesome. Um, but for those people that want to stick around for hours and, and really get into it, uh, I do want to have that option. But that's going to just require us more playtesting. Um which I know you are just so keen to do. I'm so excited. <laughs> You're going to go back to that shop and I'm like, I thought you said you were done. I know. <laughs> I know. I just... yeah. yeah. I remember when yeah, we were yeah. sitting there. I'll, I'll let you speak. But I remember yeah, we were sitting there kind of after we did the play test. And, and I was going down like my ideas for things we could add. And this look of dread on your wife's face, like he's going to not use anything we kept. <laughs> and I, I could see that look. It's like it's that half smile where you're smiling because you're being nice, but you don't know right. how to reach over and strangle strangle me to death. And that's so why I stopped. And I, I, I made sure I was like, uh, so, you know, we're keeping this version as is. You know, like this is the this is how you learn to play the game. You, you can't right. just do the hard mode for first it doesn't make any sense actually like we'll make sure we set up the rule set so you have to play your version first you know right so and for all i know man we could add complexity to it and the fucking game could just not be fun you know right and you could be like well it wasn't fun you know so um but i was really keen on like making certain that whatever you guys made was easy could fit on one piece of paper for the rule sets yeah and that took that took a look that that wasn't hard right brandon <laughs> it it was a lot of revisions a lot of and it's the the funny thing is it's not like how do i say okay so when you're you're doing revisions on a game it's not like you're like scrap that idea you literally you'll take that idea and you're just like let's just tweak it a little Let's just throw in this little ad part and then you throw it in the game and you're like, that doesn't work. It breaks everything apart. So then, you know, and you're like, okay, back to the main idea of that. And you throw in the little idea and tweak it again and tweak it again. So it's just, it's small tweaks on just getting things right when you're making it. So it's, it's very tedious, but it's not, it wasn't too crazy of like, when you, when you would throw out ideas at us, it wasn't like, Oh great, we got to start all over. It's just like, no, you're on the right path. Just add this, try this, try this, see if it works. If it doesn't work, we move on. So I thought that part, you know, that whole thing was cool. Um and just to go back to the the time the playing the basic version, just I liked how everybody was really engaged in it and they were like once somebody won, they wanted to go another round. Like there was at one point where Andy, friend of the podcast, was uh he got trapped in a loop in the game and he was getting so pissed off and he's just like i can't get out of this fucking loop and he's getting so mad and then he lost and he's like no i want to play again i'm going again you know he didn't want to give up his chair at the game table so 
that was probably like a highlight for me to see someone get frustrated because they're losing, but want to play it again. And I think that's always a good marker of a game where it's like, this is hard, but I want to keep playing. I want to keep going. So that's my, that's my mini rant there. Yeah, it was fun. So, you know, we started playing and I'm immediately like writing notes. Oh, that was, that was the worst part. (laughs) That was the worst part. Rob would sit there. He leaned his chair back and he's going, he's making this like, it's like a when someone does with their mouth, I can't do it because you can't see me, but it's like, uh, uh, like if they don't like something and they bring their, their cheek up or their job, like, eh, eh, like that, like they're annoyed. He would do that after everybody does something. And then like a psychiatrist, he's just writing in his notepad and you're like, what the fuck is that guy writing? And he's not saying a word to me. That was the most frustrating, like nerve wracking part. I'm just, I had to sit back like in the kitchen and I'm watching Rob from the kitchen. I'm just eating pizza, like down to my fingertips, just like fuck. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> That's not. That was not fun to watch you play that first time. <laughs> yeah, pass on. Yeah, that. but I had to get those initial impressions to to. So when I understood the game, I I knew if they counted or not. Like, mm-hmm. really had nothing. It, it it did and didn't have anything to do with what was going on. It's just my thoughts the first time I write, I play it because I'm not ever going to have the ability to have first thoughts ever again, you know? And so that's how I, anytime I do anything for the first time, uh, like I try to write down my thoughts on that. Um, Because like, I mean, it's just, I'm going to loop again. Just because you, I can't stress this enough. You will never have your first thoughts on something after you've had your first thoughts on them. Like no matter, (laughs) I, I know it sounds so simplistic, but there's real value in recording. Anytime you're editing, like if you're editing, someone says, hey, here's my comic book script, could you read it? Or here's my comic book, could you read it? Here's my movie, can you watch it? Here's my CD, can you listen? The first time you do, just start writing. I mean, take it in, but Mm -hmm. when you get a chance, write down, you know, your experiences. Because um, I've just found that over the years, if I don't do that, like if I wait till I'm all done and then I write it down, I'll miss shit. So during in between turns, I was writing down just what I was observing, you know, and then I didn't write anything for till the end of the night, you know, like I put it away after the first round and then we just played the game and then I went back and wrote my final thoughts and then kind of compared the notes, you know, so I can't keep that shit up in my head like I have to write it down. So I know like everyone around me gets all like, oh, Rose will be in serious. But fucking, I, when I, I mean, a long, a long time ago, right? long, <laughs> long time ago, like 30 years ago, I came up with this process and I just, I just don't give a shit what people think when I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I can't fucking sit there and explain it to Andy and your friends and everyone else, like how I fucking, you know, this is good. This is how I develop. Like, I just, you know, like you don't even get a reaction out of me, right? Like, no. <laughs> which I know unnerves some people because they're always expecting that to happen. But I have to like focus in my own little zone. Mm-hmm. But the benefit the benefit to that though is, uh, I'm very clear in my notes. You know, like I'm able to very clearly write down my thoughts, so I don't have to sit there and think about it. Or like yeah. ponder or stress. I, I I bring that up because you know if you're out there and you're, you're making something for the first time, or the second time, or the third time, 
and you don't really have a good process for self-critique, um, and you want to develop one, you have to be able to shut out the entire world, even if you're in the middle of an entire world. And one of the ways that I learned how to do that was I used to write my scripts by hand in like a Burger King because, you know, they, they had free refills back in the day when no one else did. So mm-hmm. I'd get a coffee and a soda and then I would just sit in that Burger King and abuse that fucking free refill, you know. <laughs> but with all the crazy chatter going on, it forced me to like focus on my own world while I was writing. And then when I would go and reread and rewrite, I'd have to do it with you know, crazy babies yelling, psychos coming right. through the door, <laughs> all that crazy fast food nonsense. Um, and that also helped me build a process of, of like when I write, dumping everything into, into a document, either by hand or by computer. And then when I go to rewrite, having my first, like, okay, I'm going to read what I just wrote and then have my thoughts on that and then self-analyze and doing it in a real noisy environment just taught me how to like not care because I mean, look, you know, as well as I do, Brandon, if you feel self-conscious about what everyone else is thinking about you, it's very difficult to like be honest with yourself. Like if you, if I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh man, I hope these people think I'm cool. How can I fucking honestly, like, I'm not going to get that experience back if I wait yeah. till everyone leaves. And for all I know, people could leave six hours from now. Six <laughs> hours from that point. So, you know. It, uh, it went really well, though. You know? Yeah, I, was yeah, I mean, crazy. like, nobody, nobody seemed to be having a bad time. Like, what else, what else did we, we do? Well, what else did we do? We went and got tacos. Well, oh, first we had tacos brought to us, but it was much better once we actually went so, into the taco place. Why don't you tell them, you go to this place called Tacos Chiwas? I do, Tacos Chiwas in Chandler, Arizona. Yeah, and you took me yeah. there, and you guys brought me tacos the first time, and they were dry as shit. <laughs> they were they're dry. super fucking dry, guys. Like, it was, no, oh, they were not. Oof. It was tough. And so, no. uh, sauces were good, but whatever. So, Brandon, Brandon, the whole time I'm eating, he's like, oh, man, what do you think, what do you think? They're kind of dry though, huh? It's kind of dry. Yeah, they'll be better tomorrow. And I'm just like, well, whatever, bro. Like, like, you really want me to like someone else's tacos so much? Well, I just, I love them, whether you like it or not, whether it was a bad night or a good night. So Once you we, go in there and it was fresh. So then we went to we went to the place, physically went there, uh-huh. got them fresh, mm-hmm. and uh, they were tasty. But man, dude, look, the sauces are spicy, which I like. But that place didn't have anything to drink other than fizz or water like no no horchata no cream no nothing like well like i said that's their new that's their newest location that doesn't have their horchata machine or nothing else that's came in yet because it just opened up like a month ago and the one that's in down uh, closer to downtown by the airport where we weren't gonna go has their full-on everything it's their big their big one this one's more like the pop-up getting started on the east side so so I had to get yeah, a built boba afterward, and it was pretty full, but I needed some kind of cream because I shoved I shoved a lot of hot sauce in my mouth. And then, um, and then the next day, I met up with some friends from high school, and then my aunt and uncle who live in the area took them to this India place. Oh, what is the India place? It's pretty good, dude. I cannot remember right now. Hmm. Um, it's indoors, super nice. I don't like a lot of buffets, but they were amazing food. 
because uh, my wife's headed out to India. She's where she is right now. And so I go in there. I'm like, yeah, my wife's like, she's heading out to India. And then all the guys are like, where's she going? And I'm like, New Delhi. And none, 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 none. Then they were like, you're my best friend. Like they were, they were put, hugging me on the shoulder, bringing me out all the fucking non I want. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> I was like one of the family. I'm like, this is great. So that was awesome. And then I drove out to Lake Havasu and I ate at this place with my half brother called Taco. What was it? taco it's another taco mexican brilliant. uh what's it called tacos chicos tacos chicos i don't know yeah um you talk for a second i'm gonna look this one up or i was gonna have to search anyways the tacos weren't that dry rob exaggerates don't let don't let his his hateful taste buds fool you Rob exaggerates, just like when he says... Ah, here we go, here we go. It's Chico's Tacos. That Mexican food was amazing. Like, I gotta tell you, Brandon, thoroughly impressed with that food. It's crazy, because it only has a 4.5. Don't... That fucking review, fuck those reviews. That food was fucking... I mean, that look, they got... I think someone rated their fucking... They got a bullshit hot dog and ketchup option for assholes who order fucking, you know, burgers. Oh, is that like their Sonora dog or whatever? Yeah, you know, but they're fucking, they're straight up food is really, really good. Salsa bar is excellent, but yeah, super good. So that was really awesome. And then I had to drive all the way back on, oh my God, a lot of food. I ate a lot of food, Brandon. I put on like five pounds. I have to work that off. There you go. That's a spirit. But it was fun hanging out with my half brother. I only get to see him every couple of years. So he's in a Rob, wait. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Rob went to go see his half-brother. Me and my wife went to go get wings while he was gone, and our waiter literally looked like a clone version of Rob. Uh-huh. It was Well, it looked weirdest. like a sling blade version of Rob. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you sent me a photo, and I'm like, that's me if, like, you know, I, you know. You might like, have Billy two Bob, half-brothers is all I'm saying. Billy Bob, Billy Rob Thornton, you know. <laughs> It looked enough like Rob that did you send it to your wife or no? I sent it to Andy. What Andy said? Oh, he said he said, Did you send that to Rob? It looks just like him. I was like and he's like, Oh, he said just without the glasses or some shit like that. And I was like, my Yeah. Wife, my wife thinks I look a lot better than that, but yeah. Uh, I mean I'd say you're the I don't want to compliment you because I hate you, but I'd say, you know, you're better looking than that guy. Well, but... I think that guy drinks a lot. <laughs> I don't want to be mean, but I'm looking at like, so if I had an alcohol problem, that would be right. it. Like, or or if I just drank a lot regularly, you know? But the thing was, he was the same height as you, had the same hairstyle as you, the scruff. The, he like, even walked like Rob. And for you, for most people that don't know, Rob has this walk that's very, he paces himself very, very melodically for being... Look, I, after the army, I have one speed, all right? And it's, it's, I get there when I get there. Yes. It's, you know, there's times where I'm walking to the car and I have to look back for Rob. Kind of like, you know, when a parent checks back for a kid to make sure they're still close to them. That's how it is. Me and Rob walk into the mall and I'm like, I'm looking back. I'm like, did I lose? Did I lose Rob? Where? And, you know, here he comes just around the corner, just slow and steady. Just dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it pisses off my everyone I know, but then I read this whole article once. It's a know, nice sway to it. Look, I read this article about people who power walk everywhere suffer from high anxiety. So, you know, like I don't, I'm definitely not getting anxiety attacks from that shit. It's definitely not my walk. 
No. No, I figured out what it is, by the way. So, you know, apparently I've paid too much attention to politics the past couple years. <laughs> Talked it through with my doctor. She's like, yeah, you need to, like, stop. You know, like, so yeah. our fucking president, dude, whether you love him or hate him, you know, you got to admit, is dragging the whole fucking world into a stupid fucking television show of a presidency. You know, this is driving me fucking crazy. You know, I mean, I just can't get away from it. Every time I turn around, you know, is my 401k ruined or not ruined? You know, are we going back to war or not going to war, you know? So, just, oh, it, 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 it grates on you, man. So, like, yeah. now that my wife gone for the week, I was like, you know, maybe my doctor doesn't know what she's talking about. So, I had some free time yesterday. I'm supposed to do this podcast, but I'm like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to sit in my room and read Twitter and see what happens. Sure enough, after about six hours of Twitter, <laughs> felt the anxiety coming on. I'm like, look at that. I gave myself a panic attack. Okay, time to breathe, do yoga. I went out and swimming, came back, relaxed. <laughs> Ate some yogurt, no sugar. So it is true, man. Like, it's not like I walk around all mad, too. That's why I was shocked. I'm like, I'm not walking around ranting at this dude, but... I suppose it, there are things that can build up in your head uh, <laughs> under the surface, which is right. I know like the people who suffer mental um, anguish or just have general anxiety issues. They're like, no shit, Sherlock. But uh, I, uh, I've not really had those problems before. If I have, I just haven't noticed. <laughs> you know? I'm, you know, I'm pretty positive. There's something wrong with me. I've just been like, that's normal. Right. So, right. Uh, <laughs> It's probably explains a lot. So, so I turn it all off and, you know, just got to laugh some more. I let Brandon, like, read the alphabet. And that always gives me a chuckle. Um, right, Brandon? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I ask you to spell words and I don't let you look it up. That's fun. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, moving forward, what do you... We're gonna wrap this up here. Uh, what was the trip? What was the trip like back? Uh, what was it like having me over at your house for three or four days? What's the verdict? <laughs> it was nice to. It was nice seeing you, Rob. But it was also nice not having another person in my in my home. Your part. Your part was pretty small for two people and a big dog. So it's not. Listen, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna post a video so everyone can see. I have a very big front room here for the art area and then there we have a couch and a tv because that's all we need in the front room and then we have two walk-in closets it's it's roomy enough for us yeah you don't need yeah, that's lot. what i said it's roomy enough for you you throw me into the mix and you know it's like one of us has to live in the closet so. uh, <laughs> yeah. i mean you know so, no i say it's a small apartment i'm just saying that you know it's just, just enough i'm just i'm just giving you shit i don't I don't care. I just I just made sure it wasn't cluttered so I don't have to hear the, the hoarding jokes. Yeah, you guys were becoming hoarders the last time I was there. I had to I don't like uh -huh. stepping in, but I had to step in and go, uh, hold on. Rob's everybody. Rob's such a life coach. I appreciate it. Well, you know, I, I know where things can end up. I see my parents uh, who were so organized when I was a kid devolve <laughs> into just madness. Like just like Chuck on Better Call Saul. It's sad. So I don't want to see you end up like that, Brandon. Thanks, Rob. 
Hey, you know, your, your concern means everything. That's what moderate uh, acquaintances over the internet are for. You know. Yeah. Let me start the. Uh... Okay. Oh, there's no outro music. All right. All right. Well, Brandon, that's about it. You you wanna you wanna add anything I want, else? I want that to be the name of the podcast: Moderate Acquaintances. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's it, everybody. Brandon, say goodbye. Bye, everybody. That was fun, huh? Wasn't it? We learned a lot. Brandon learned to not mute his mic when I say goodbye. He still thinks I'm talking to him. So that's it, folks. That's the morning podcast. Episode whatever. I haven't looked at it. It's been, it's been like a month. I gotta go look that up. We learned a lot. We learned that can't have any caffeine when I fly. We learned that I gotta stay off Twitter. Uh, and we learned that Brandon may or may not become a hoarder depending on how involved I get in his life. Moderate acquaintances over the internet. Goodbye! <laughs>